This is cheat code 555. Should you dorm, live at your house, or rent an apartment? Welcome to Declassified College, a podcast where we give you all the cheat codes needed to pass this level in your life. Each week, we share three short episodes filled with clips of our interviews with students from across the United States and occasionally an interview with an industry expert to answer all of your questions about attending university. College can be what sets you up for a prosperous career, or it can be the four years that when you look back on it, you wish that you did it different. We're here to make sure that you have all the information so that by the time you walk across that stage, you're ready for the so-called real world that the boomers love to talk about. My name is Justin Wynn, and it's about time we declassified college. Okay, so one of the most beautiful things about college, at least from my perspective, was this idea of freedom that you got when you walked across that stage of high school and you're preparing for college and you thought to yourself, I get to live on my own. Most of the things that I did were go to school, go play soccer, go home, sleep, study, repeat day after day after day after day. And I knew that I would come home every single day. My parents told me what to do. They would tell me if I could go out. If I couldn't go out, they would drive me everywhere until my senior year of high school where I got to drive a little bit. That totally changes in college. And one of those big decisions that you have to make is should you dorm? Should you rent a house? Should you live at home? Like it's a really big decision, especially from the financial side of things. I'm going to go through some of the pros and cons first before kind of giving my recommendation of what I think you should do. And if I were to do it back again, um, what I would do. So first, what I'm going to do is go over the pros and cons of dorming on campus. I had a really good time my freshman year when I was at the University of Tampa. They had an overflow of students. So they actually put us into a Howard Johnson, which is a a hotel. And it was actually nicknamed the Hojo. And it was about a five minute walk to campus. But the best thing about it is we got two queen beds instead of two twin beds. And the maids actually came in and made our beds every few days. Same thing with taking out our garbage and everything like that. So we actually didn't have to do any of that. It was amazing, but it didn't last very long because the second semester we got kicked onto campus and we actually had to live in our tiny, uncomfortable twin size bed and really figure out life from there. And the pro of living on campus was it was close to everything. If your friends wanted to go out, they were right there. If you wanted to go play soccer at 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night, you didn't have to worry about the 30-minute to an hour drive home after. It was just a great place to be around everyone at the same time. And Sarah really encapsulates the beauty of living on campus, especially your freshman year right here. In my dorm, it's really cool because I'm meeting people I wouldn't normally meet. And they're different majors, but they also have like their own network. Together, we just have like really huge network. And actually, there was an upperclassman that was in a marketing class. So the marketing major here is pretty competitive. And it's cool to get to meet her and just like hear the inside story of like how to get in. Now, this was something that I never really thought about. Because when I was walking around my freshman year, I was like, okay, cool, I get a roommate. And shout out to Gustavo, he's amazing. But I didn't realize that there were also about 20 to 30 other people on the same floor as you. But I would have never thought that that would be a plus growing up because that's something that you don't really think about that who knows who's going to be on the other side of that 
that hallway essentially. Now, one of the biggest cons for me dorming that I didn't hear from any of the interviews that I was interviewing these students was the lack of food. So most college campuses are very, for lack of better words, American, and they they serve on campus. So for me, being a Vietnamese American to be specific, I was used to rice noodles with a little bit of meat every single day for practically every meal that I wasn't at school for. So when I went to University of Tampa, I got hit with pasta every day, grilled chicken. There was a burrito place, a Chick-fil-A, tenders, all of these very American foods. And my body just wasn't used to it. I was looking for my white sticky rice. And I couldn't find that unless I got Chinese takeout. So that made me really miss home. I had no nook mom out there for all of my Vietnamese people that understand what I'm going through or that I was going through my freshman year. And again, that was something that I didn't understand could have been a huge con. Of course, roommates. I got lucky. I had a great roommate. But Sarah here, again, kind of encapsulates what is the possibility of having a bad roommate what it could look like there can be like roommate tension but i've definitely seen fights happen and it's kind of scary for my friends who do have stressful roommates they like lead to like pretty poor mental health that can like lead into your academics and like your social life now the last pro of living on campus is you don't have to deal with parking and when i moved back to ucf i found out this the hard way there's about one spot every 50 students on campus And yeah, you can only imagine what parking's like there. So one of the biggest benefits of staying at home, other than being able to see your family and your parents every single day when you come home, whether that's good or bad, that's up to you, um, is that you get to save a lot of money. Room and board tends to be about ten dollars to $20,000 every single year at most universities. So that can add up over the course of four years. So you're saving ten dollars to $20,000 right there, right off the bat. Now, that's probably the best con. Obviously, you'll have food, which in my case was a huge uh, pro being able to stay at home and eating my rice and my bumbo and my tit and everything like that. But that can sometimes be outweighed by the cons. Um, so, for instance, with Wilmer, he had this huge con that he was an hour drive away from school every single day. So I'll, I'll let him explain it a little bit more here. I live very far away from campus. I live about an hour away. You know, there's been times that I've been late to class because of accidents, you know, car problems, all those kind of things that you wouldn't really have issues with if you lived on campus. It also makes it harder for my scheduling too, to schedule around times that I'm actually able to make it to class. Now, of course, that always depends on if you live close or far from campus, but I've heard of some people driving two hours long um, just to get to campus, and that can take a toll. A, just in Florida, you have a lot of tolls. B, mileage on your car. And C, like Wilmer said, you never know what can happen on, on the road, whether it's a car crash, a car breaking down. Just living closer to campus, whether it be in a dorm or an apartment, really allows you to to minimize those things. Now with apartments. Apartments, in my view, are amazing. There's a lot of pros, a lot of cons. The cons probably being it can be a little expensive, but sometimes that's cheaper than living on campus. The pros, you're alone. You get that freedom. You get to choose how far or close you are to campus. You still have that ability to go wherever you want, whenever you want, because, again, you have that freedom. You're not under your parents' house. It's it's a great happy medium, and it's really been my favorite of the three when I was going through all three in college. So 
if I was a freshman, how would I do this over again? Basically, what I would do is my freshman year, I would live on campus because that kind of forces you, like Sarah said, to go out and meet a whole bunch of people that you would have never met. And that freshman year, when you're getting into the swing of things, you, and you're in a new environment, being able to make a few close friends very early is really important because that'll kind of set your college career on the right track because you'll start to get into different friend groups from there. Now, moving on to sophomore year, what I would do for my sophomore and junior year is probably live at home. I did this, and the reason for that is, A, you save a lot of money. B, you've already made a good amount of friends your freshman year, unless you transfer schools from your freshman to sophomore year. But assuming that you stayed at the same school, you can save a lot of money, and you'll still be able to hang out with your friends. It's far, but it's not too, too far if, if you were going out once or twice. And it can actually lead you to not going out as much in terms of like going out to the clubs or or going to the bar whatever it is because you are kind of a little bit further out now senior year the important difference of junior and senior year is that you'll probably start to intern or find a job and the beauty of that is you'll a start to make some money so you can afford an apartment but b since you can afford an apartment you can start finding things either closer to school or closer to your job Now, depending on if you go to work more than you go to school or you go to school more than you go to work will obviously make the difference whether you which one that you choose to go toward. So that's what I would advise you to do. Freshman year, live on campus. Sophomore, junior year, live at home. And then senior year, live in an apartment near campus. It gives you that little flexibility and starts to really give you that edge when you're starting to transition into, again, that real world. And also, if you're really savvy, you can either get an apartment with a few bedrooms or a house and rent it out to your friends, and it could be really cheap. So I know of one of my friends, they lived in a house that they were renting, and they were only paying about $500 a person, including utilities and and Wi-Fi and everything like that. And it was a four-bedroom, two-bath, and they had a house. It was probably around 2,000 square feet or so. So you get a lot bigger room, you can have a queen size bed rather than a twin bed and for a lot cheaper than living on campus, but you also get the freedom that you wouldn't get compared to if you lived at home. So that's definitely something that you can check out too. Again, I would save it towards the end, um, probably your junior or senior year when you're a little bit more savvy with your money and you've got a little bit more backed up just in case something happens with your job or your car or anything like that. But it is always an option that you should not take off the table too. Another day, another cheat code, and you're on your way to defeating the level that we like to call college. If you've liked any of the cheat codes that we've given out, please hit that subscribe button and give us a review on iTunes. Each review helps us grow and make sure that more people learn these tips. We love to hear from you all, so make sure you check out our website www.getchillgrindup.com and follow us on all social media platforms at getchillgrindup. That's G-E-T-C-H-O-G-R-I-N-D-U-P. So until next time, peace.